Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 11th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide. We're also convinced that the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Our nationally syndicated radio network, LovingLiberty.net, spread the word. Incredible talk show hosts around the clock. By the way, we're going to have a preparedness fair that was going to happen on the 21st of November that has been canceled due to the cocoa. I don't mean to mock it. I'm just telling you right now, we're crazy when we lock everybody down. The governor's out of control. He's got to stop. Folks are protesting the governor. Uh, It will do no good. All it'll do is create more and more tracing and more and more isolation. Their goal, always intimidate, target, trace, isolate, abuse, manipulate. It's hard to get the truth out on who we are and what we intend. Oh, boy, we got a lot to cover in the broadcast today. First, a recap of yesterday's show. We had on Dr. Marshall Foster, and he's president and founder of World History Institute. It's a nonprofit organization that was founded in 1976, and he's a leading Christian historian, a true American patriot, an author, and a whole lot more. Anyway, Mr. Foster was representing a book called Land That I Love, Restoring Our Christian Heritage. The author of the book is Bobby Ames. She's in her 90s. She put together an incredible book, by the way, but uh, she wanted Marshall to help promote it for her. She just doesn't feel comfortable coming on the radio and doesn't have the energy and all that kind of stuff. But she put together an incredible book. The book was, um, well, it highlighted that America was founded with faith in God, biblical morals, and Christian education, folks. That's critical in my opinion. Faith in God, biblical morals, and Christian education. It's a wake-up call to the spiritual, the political, and cultural attack upon this great land of ours. What can we do to restore America's Christian heritage was the question on our minds the whole hour. Bobby Ames dedicates her book to the founders of FACE, F-A-C-E, Foundation for American Christian Education, Verna Hall and Rosalie Slater are the two. She dedicated the book to them because the face-based education program so incredible. In fact, my kids use it. America's at a crossroads, folks. The agenda to erase America. There's been attacks on faith, family, and freedom for decades in the government schools. Answer, how do you conquer a culture? You've got to focus on the nation's children, ladies and gentlemen. Christians, take your kids out of public schools and do it now. The coming of Christ is the answer. The fulfillment of covenant promise. we got to stand with Christ if we have a prayer, folks. By the way, there's an incredible prayer event coming up that I'll get to later in the broadcast today, nationwide and beyond. We'll tell you about it coming up. Stay tuned for that. 
Donald Trump calls Biden's an organized crime family, Washington Times. U.S. elections, justice lawyer Richard Pilger quits after the Attorney General Barr, William Barr, orders vote fraud inquiries. So that's going on. AOC, that's a, a, a Casey Cortez, the congresswoman out in New York. She wants to create a, quote, hit list, a list of enemies. Rush Limbaugh says Donald Trump should point an election czar. I don't think so. I think what Trump should do is go after the crime syndicate families. You're going to have a hard time with a bar of fraud in the elections. You can find anomalies and even people doing wrong things at low levels. But they're too good. You'll never find vote fraud at the highest levels that overturn the election. I don't believe. I wish it were true, but I just don't see it. But if you go after the crime families and put them in jail, how can the president uh, candidate Joe Biden become the president-elect if he's uh, involved in crimes and, um, you know, treasonous activities and uh, he's in prison, see? Anyway, that's just my take. I've uh, indicated that yesterday as well. Community organizers, I guess they organized a harvest of a crop for a man who died from the coronavirus. Just kind of a little nugget of uh, kindness and service and that we throw right in the broadcast. I wish the other talk show hosts and other newsmakers would do that, too. Anyway, great idea. Poor guy dies from coronavirus, and then the, a bunch of farmers get together and help this guy's family get the harvest in. What a blessing, service, and kindness, and bearing one another's burdens truly is, huh? Donald Trump's, I guess he's, um, savages Biden and his allies for declaring victory this election is far from over, writes Kip Jones. Amen to that truth. Charles Hurt, quote, how President Trump could still win. Lawsuit, at least 21,000 dead people on Pennsylvania voter rolls. Kevin McCarthy says Republicans will not back down on defending election integrity. Nolte says Trump camp rips Fox News for putting their finger on the scale for Joe Biden. Well, what did you expect Fox to do? We told you they were the, quote, right wing of the liberal think tank of media. Of course, they're going to put the finger on the scale for Joe. They backed Bill Clinton in the day, too. See, folks don't know who Fox really is. House Freedom Caucus, count every legal vote. Amen. I agree. But they're counting the illegal votes, and they believe they're legal. That's the difference. They don't believe there's an illegal vote. By hook or by crook, got to get Joe Biden in the ends, justify the beans. The media's in the tank. The government's in the tank. And the courts will be in the tank, sadly, too. That's just my humble opinion. Georgia Democrats, for example, going door-to-door to fix, quote, flawed ballots, says don't help Republicans or don't help those voting for Trump. See, why don't you arrest those people and throw them in the clink if that's what they were doing? If you're literally going door-to-door to fix flawed ballots and you're told not to help with the Republican ballots, I mean, you ought to arrest people flat out from the streets for doing that kind of stuff. But they'll just say, oh, those are allegations. Then the, the Trump crew will say, well, we have witnesses. And they'll say, yeah. And so what? Hans, I don't know how you say this thing. Von Sapkowski, 120K straight dump votes for Biden. Dump votes for Biden is impossible. Well, that's true. But again, they're in your face with their fraud now. They're saying, so what? What are you going to do about it? And we don't have any media to educate the public. So therefore, you know, hey, he owns the media, makes the rules. Man of the year, Kurt wanted to tell you about a 2006 film. Uh, and, you know, there was vote, I guess, uh, irregularities or whatever you want to call it there, too, huh? Or mishaps or whatever you want to call them. 
Anyway, that's a recap of yesterday's show. Available at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. On-demand radio at your fingertips. Without further ado, Kurt Crosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You're very welcome. Larry Pratt is with me as well, talking about all things Liberty. Larry, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you. Good to be with you. All right, let's kick this sucker off with a bang. It all depends on the media you're listening to on what you're told. Okay, it doesn't matter the evidence. doesn't matter the details. Uh, the mainstream press wants to pretend they have fact checkers, and they run around and continue to say Donald Trump uh, um, will not accept the results. He's a sore loser, a crybaby, uh, you know, put on your big boy pants, Donnie, uh, and, and there's no vote fraud whatsoever, no evidence. Donald keeps asserting it with no evidence. They keep saying that over and over and over. And if you believe their narrative, then that's where you are. And sadly, he who owns the media makes the rules. Most people believe that narrative to be the case. I don't believe that narrative to be the case at all. I believe the truth is there's vote fraud. And I believe we as a nation should sit back and let the courts and let the states count the votes. If there's irregularities, uh, bring a redress of grievance to the courts, get to the bottom of the truth, and we should wait until we have the true answers to know what really happened. But they're not doing that in the mainstream press because they're dishonest. They are peddling fake news. Then when we bring up alternative realities, they uh, you know, fact check us. And even their fact checkers say we're out in the weeds and we don't know. The battle's on for the hearts and minds of the American people, Larry Pratt. And it's, uh, it's indeed that, perhaps more. They've relabeled um, uh, facts as conspiracy theory. Uh, anything they can to uh, diminish, uh, to ridicule an opposing point of view so that people are even kind of afraid to come forth with a, well, yeah, but, uh, and these uh, occasional anecdotal examples of fraud, um, what do you do with an anecdote that um, about 3.30 in the morning in Michigan, uh, all of a sudden uh, pops up with, 30, I think it was 32,000 votes all for Joe Biden. Yeah, but people just love Joe. What are you talking about? Yeah. See, that's, that's the kind of narrative they take, and that's all opinion and subjective discussions. Let me point out a couple of facts for you, Larry, that I think is worthy of discussion. And don't misunderstand me. I think President Trump is going to lose, not because I think that there's not vote fraud. I know there's vote fraud at the highest levels, but because our nation is so corrupt, so immoral, we love fraud, and we're not willing to stand up for truth. The Christians are pretty much silent, uh, and, and for the most part, I don't see enough pushback, and the media is literally dictating what they say is the case, even though they're lying. Let me give you some examples. Bill Barr authorizes the DOJ to look into substantial voter and tabulation irregularities. Now, that is a fact. It's not debate that Bob Barr's or Bob Wow, let me start over. William Barr has authorized that to happen. That's not a debatable fact. But the, exactly. mainstream, pre but the mainstream press says Donald continues to make allegations without evidence. Hey, the sun's not rising, my friend. No evidence for it. The sun's not rising. You just, you know, okay. That's as blatant. It gets more blatant. I'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to defendapatriot.com. Defendapatriot.com. Being there with your child and being there for your child are two completely different things. One denotes a simple presence, which is a start, but can also be accomplished by someone other than you. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? See, that sheep did a fine job of being there with the child, but it didn't do a very good job of being there for the child. Now listen to the difference an involved parent can make. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? I'm not very good at algebra, but do you have any English questions? Because I done real good in English. <laughs> oh, Mom. Okay, let's take a look. Okay, so the algebra problem didn't get solved, but something better happened. Mom was there for her child, and when you're really there, they'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, Larry Pratt, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, breaking it down just for you. So, Mr. William Barr authorizes the Department of Justice to look into substantial and voter tabulation irregularities. Okay? That's a fact. It's not debatable that that's what he did. But here's the headline for the New York Times, Larry Pratt. Election officials nationwide find no fraud. Well, that would... is the New York Times. Now, here's my problem with this. Are we going to allow the media and the election officials who are probably committing the fraud? You know, so it's like the media is like, hey, I asked the fox in charge of the hen house. And I'm telling you, they said there's no fraud there. And so we're calling no fraud. All right. Election officials nationwide find no fraud. But isn't that the fox in charge of the hen house? Election officials, what does that mean? All right, here's the next headline. Real clear politics. They're the honest ones in the mix, it seems to me. Biden has not been elected. Influential site still regards uh, Pennsylvania and Arizona undecided. Well, they're honest about it. Tucker Carlson comes out and says, fraud happened, but not enough to alter result, but the real point is that fraud happened. Fraud took place, Rob Quinn with that article. So Tucker Carlson literally saying, hey, we know fraud happened, but what the real message is is this. We're gonna debate if there's fraud, and whether it happened or not, we don't care. We're not gonna wait for the courts. It's not enough. 
The election officials already decided, and they're in bed with the media, and they've already decided. Now, when you set the stage and you turn public opinion against the truth, does the Supreme Court have the guts to get to the bottom of it and tell the truth, Larry Pratt? Well, they've set a standard for doing just that. We'll see whether they think all of this information rises to that. But to hearken back to that example of the 30,000 Biden-only votes that appeared literally in the middle of the night uh, in Michigan. And there were other similar episodes in Wisconsin. I read of a poll worker's account in a a watcher uh, in Philadelphia, and she, as all of the other Republican poll watchers, were put at a distance that they would not be able to tell if there was a signature on the envelope, let alone if it matched uh, anything in the uh, voter records. Uh, she she was not able to, to see uh, and many times even hear uh, what was going on, not at 100 feet. And this, is, uh, this was because of COVID, don't you know? Uh, and uh, no, I don't know, actually, but in any case, uh, that was the excuse that was run in Philadelphia, one of the key states. You mentioned Arizona being the other kind of linchpin in a victory or defeat scenario. Well, the gap in Arizona continues to decline uh, as they continue to count more and more of the remaining votes which comes substantially from pro-Trump areas, and that's why the Biden benefit, the Biden uh, majority, has been declining uh, to a point where it's still quite within reach for Trump to flip that. And perhaps in Arizona they might even have some fairly unbiased vote counters. So this this election could actually end up being – uh, declared by the Electoral College, which are really the only people that can declare now, whether... You, you don't understand. <clears throat> the Associated Press already called it, my friend. <laughs> That's right. They've, uh, we, we had a constitutional amendment, uh, and the, uh, they decided that the Associated Press or any other group of uh, our betters in the media could declare these things. Uh, so that we could get on with our business. See, this is the lie being told, ladies and gentlemen. Real real clear politics has it right. Okay, the fact is we don't know who won yet because all the vote counts are not complete. Okay, we don't know who won yet because the Electric College hasn't said. We don't know who won yet because the states, uh, many of them in question, have still not even certified their ballots. But you've got the Associated Press calling it. You've got Joe Biden and the transition team moving forward already. They're beating up President Trump because he doesn't allow uh, somebody that works on his staff to turn over um, the uh, um, national security press briefings and all this other kind of stuff to to, to, uh, Biden now. I mean, this is insane. Listen to the way this goes down. Giuliani defends. He says, we have the evidence. Dead people voted. Okay, so Giuliani goes on Fox. Giuliani goes on Newsmax tells the details that, you know what, we've got lawsuits going because there's vote irregularities. Okay, dead people voted. And then the mainstream press goes, Donald Trump, ignorantly sore loser, 
poor old cry, pee your pants, throw your sucker in the dirt, Donnie, uh, continues to say there's vote fraud with no evidence. But Giuliani, the president's attorney, is sitting on Fox and on Newsmax and other places documenting the evidence. Listen up. Listen up. Here it is. Joining us now, President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, who claims that there is strong evidence of election fraud in several states. Mr. Giuliani, thanks for being with us. Now, is this a crybaby when the attorney says there's strong evidence and he's filing evidence? And they say, without evidence, President Trump, these people are on, are on cloud dishonesty. So, How are you? Uh, we're doing great. So over the weekend, everyone or so many people were saying, where is the, the evidence? So let's talk about the state you're filing today and where's the evidence? Well, sure. First, if people would cover me, uh, they would have the evidence. We did a press conference on... Saturday that no one covered, uh, local stations did, in which we... Re- By the way, I want Kirk Crosby to reach out to Giuliani. When Giuliani says nobody will cover him, my response is, how do you contact Rudy to cover it? Uh, Kurt, can you figure that out for me while we continue? Revealed uh, four witnesses in place of 50. There are 50 others, all of whom were inspectors that were inspecting the, um, the, the coverage in Philadelphia. They were supposed to be allowed to see the ballots. They saw no ballots. They were kept over 20 feet away. When they went to court and the judge required they be put closer, the sheriff refused to put them closer and even threatened to arrest them. This will be documented. So now the sheriff threatens to arrest legal vote watchers who are legally, their names are on the list to be there and everything else. And the sheriff is threatening to arrest them, ladies and gentlemen. You want evidence? That's the start, Larry. And that was in the face of a court order. That right there would be grounds to have a U.S. marshal come in and put the sheriff in jail for contempt of court. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. It's not going to happen. The media's already decided this is over. You're just a crybaby. Go away. Shut up. Well, uh, isn't and, it and I don't mean to be rude by keeping the hammer that home, but here's no, the point. You're right Are the American people going to get incensed enough about this fraud? Not only fraud in the polls and the elections, but fraud on the people now saying there's no evidence. He, in the first 30 seconds, documented something that is absolutely worthy of throwing a sheriff in prison and there's no evidence. It may be that uh, they think they can repeat the Hillary Clinton playbook. She claimed, without any evidence, for four years that she was robbed, that the election was stolen. Well, since some of them probably came to believe that without any evidence, it's a fairly uh, a low lift, easy lift for them to believe that Donald Trump, with no evidence, did steal. Uh, it's all depending on what you want to be the outcome. And I that- want the truth and the facts to be transparent. Giuliani continues. And a lawsuit that will be filed today. So if you want evidence, um, let me just tell you, news ma'am, look, you want evidence, I just highlighted to you an arrestable offense by the sheriff against a court order, and now we're finally getting court. If you want the evidence, you should start watching the court docket, because that's where you'll get the evidence that we file, ma'am. So don't play games and say, where's the evidence? Give us a chance to present it. He continues. That lawsuit now has over 70 witnesses, as well as videotape. 70 witnesses videotape. You want more evidence? How much more do you want us to give away before we're in court, ma'am? That will prove that 350,000 ballots in uh, Philadelphia have to be discarded. They can't be counted because they are under the law of Pennsylvania, which is set by the state legislature. They're uh, illegal ballots. Uh, They were observed by no one. The envelope that 
um, the, the envelope that would tell you that their valid ballots has been cast aside. Now, hold on. The envelope that would tie it to a name, tie it to evidence, tie it to factual, legal, or illegal voting has been discarded. So now how do you get get to the bottom of that there, Larry? Well, I'm not sure you do because the chain of custody, which is a pretty important concept, has been broken. So you have no way to to prove it. So we're going to break the chain of custody where you have documented proof of that. Both sides realize that's a fact. And then the newsman is going to say, where's the evidence there, Giuliani? Uh, The evidence is everywhere, but it's only if you're willing to look. It's only if you're willing to be honest, because honesty is the issue. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. All right, joining us now. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Voter fraud was allegedly committed in Nevada during the early voting period, according to a Clark County poll worker who told Laura Ingram's audience on Fox News what she witnessed Tuesday night. The whistleblower, whose identity and voice were modified at her request, said that she noticed white envelopes being passed around and ripped open near a Biden-Harris van while on a walk during her lunch break. The envelope handlers then leaned against the side of the van in order to mark the papers, which she recognized as ballots. The worker has released a sworn affidavit to the Justice Department disclosing what she claims to have witnessed. She also claims voters were allowed to cast ballots without valid identification. Nevada denied any evidence of voter fraud as Democrat Attorney General Aaron Ford referred to the Trump campaign's legal efforts as garbage. Tropical Storm Ada's course is now set for the Big Bend of Florida, just east of Ocala, late Thursday or early Friday morning. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with Balance of Nature, I felt better, more energetic. And believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway, but... As old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. The CDC is gearing America up as we head into the holiday season. USA Radio News Tim Berg has more. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released updated recommendations for Thanksgiving as many Americans weigh how they should celebrate the family-focused holiday amid the coronavirus pandemic. The guidance saying virtual gatherings are enjoying the holiday with members of your own household are the safest options this year. In-person gatherings with individuals from other households, including college students returning home from campus are riskier options. The new guidance also discouraging potluck-style gatherings and suggesting guests bring their own food to gatherings. Another key recommendation is to ensure proper ventilation and avoiding gathering in spaces with poor airflow. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is on track to be approved for use as early as next month, and shots will likely be available for most Americans who want it by April 2021. 
USA Radio News. All right, I got to hurry. Don't have time for the music. Sam Bushman, Larry Platt, Larry Pratt. Wow, Larry Pratt, Kirk Crosby with me. And we're playing a, a soundbite uh, from Fox, Giuliani, uh, articulating the evidence. They say, where's the evidence? And he says, well, look, they've already discarded the envelopes where the mail-in ballots came from. And uh, without those, you don't know who voted. Listen carefully. The only thing left is a ballot, and we have to trust that the Democratic machine of Philadelphia which has cheated just about in every election in 60 years, was doing it honestly. So, and of course, that's the... So the only point that I would make to Giuliani is why have we allowed this go- to go on for 60 years and four years on the Trump administration? We cranked up a, an election fraud prevention team back in the day, and it got shut down. What's all that about? So, I, I mean, I appreciate that we're dealing with it now, but if you're going to allow uh, elections to go on for 60 years with fraud, I think fraud is just part of the deal, isn't it? Well, we're supposed to have gotten used to it, indeed. And uh, the, the the thing that concerns many of us, I think, is that maybe many Americans have gotten used to it. Oh, well, that's just Philadelphia. Well, you know, the vote fraud in Philadelphia, year after year, can make it so that a Republican doesn't get elected from the whole state, even though the whole state is definitely not the same as Philadelphia. But Philadelphia and uh, its buddy sister city almost, uh, Pittsburgh in the West, uh, can simply dominate what is essentially a huge rural small-town state. Amen to that. Now, here's the deal. In my opinion, I think Kurt Cosby's right. There's no better time than the present to work on this and to get rid of it. Yes. President Trump providing the leadership to do it. I wish we had President Trump 30 years ago because I believe if we did, the people were honest enough and would be incensed enough to actually do something about it. I'm not sure they are today. Listen no. to the host as she melts down, kind of. Listen to this. That's beyond credulity, but it doesn't matter. The minute you, the minute you discard the envelope, you don't have a person inspected, it's an illegal ballot. And they even ultimately defied a court order to do that. In Pittsburgh, very similar, about 150,000 ballots. In their case, during the first half, they, they, they didn't allow us access. But then when the court issued an order, they allowed us access. So instead of 300,000 ballots, there's 150,000 there. That would amount to 450,000. So maybe the press could stop saying there's no evidence. So there's a different, now you, you may not believe the evidence, right? but you don't get to decide that. The judge does. So there is evidence of voter fraud. Who pays fraud for on the, the lawsuits of the Democrat Party. right now, Mr. Fraud Giuliani? Fraud on the part of the Democrat Party of Pennsylvania. There also are about 30 cases of... The reason he's continuing and ignoring her is because what she wants to do now is get off the evidence. That's because right. she knows full well there is evidence, and he's documenting it, and you put her in her place. Uh, she couldn't say anything, so now he's going to document more evidence. But she's trying to switch gears and say, well, let's not talk about evidence now. Who's paying for it? Because then what she wants to do is try to create a trap. Giuliani's smart enough not to fall into it. I'll rewind a little bit. He continues. Listen carefully. There also are about 30 cases of backdated ballots. There are witnesses. That means All right, so witnesses and more evidence. Backdated ballots. The first one was we're not allowed to see the, vo- the votes be counted. We have to trust because they've already broken um, the, the, um, the chain. Okay? And, and so you can't know who voted. we got to trust them. Now, the second point being made for evidence is this. There's evidence. There are ballots that came in on November 4th, and people were instructed, and there are witnesses for this. People were instructed to backdate it to the 3rd. 
Is that true? If so, that's hard evidence. See, she didn't want him to get to this, but she's kind of forced to shut up or she looks very foolish. Giuliani, quite good. We're up to, I'm sorry, we're up to 400 of those. And then there are about 50 so far dead people who voted. So who's paying for it, Mr. Giuliani? See, she doesn't want to talk about, I would say, ma'am, before we get to who's paying for it, I want you to agree with me on air that I have highlighted four or five factual evidence details. If true are not only beyond evidence, they are criminal. As soon as you admit that, ma'am, we'll discuss your next point. Until then, we're not moving on, because you said, where is the evidence? And I told you. And now you need to admit the evidence is there. Larry? She asked a question, and she didn't want to get the answer, because the answer wasn't what she thought she was going to get. Uh, Rudy Giuliani didn't answer with a pie in the sky and maybe and theoretically and uh, democrats are bad people uh he started giving chapter and verse there's a there's a an item on youtube that if anybody would like to uh dig into this a little bit uh a an election worker with a sit uh, not a, a observer uh, a republican volunteer with a letter of certification giving her permission to observe the ballot counting in Philadelphia. And her account is detailed and devastating. You can see that, for instance, most of the election workers, when they stopped the counting at whatever o'clock it was, uh, a lot of them went outside this huge room uh, for you know a change of a few minutes, and the doors were locked. And they were never let back in. Almost all of them were re- Republicans. Uh, well, she managed to, to get back in because she slipped by the guard, one of the cops, who was clearly uh, a— uh, In the tank for the fraud. That's all the right, way to let's put con- it. All right, let's continue here. This is important. So Giuliani nails that. She ignores it again and interrupts. But I would say to you, ma'am, have I presented to you evidence— Okay, you could say, well, we don't know if what you're saying is true. No, that's what the courts decide. But you know what? I've given you if those items are true and we're here to prove in court, by the way, you don't decide, ma'am. Courts decide. Okay, I'm here to tell you that's the evidence we're submitting. And okay, so she needs to be schooled on this. He's too polite to her, in my opinion. But anyway, he continues. Who's paying for the lawsuits? Democrat, the Republican National Committee. Gotcha. No taxpayer money. Being paid for by the Republican National Committee. Uh, committee, but I, I really you should stop saying there's no evidence. Mayor, in fact, but, there's evidence but pouring not, in. But Mayor, it's Beyond not just that, the media. Evidence. See, this is the meltdown. But Mayor, it's not. No, you should stop saying there's no evidence. Okay. Right. That that okay. But she just. But, 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 but Mayor, hold on. She he's not Mayor. Okay, he was a Mayor. Now he is the president's President Donald J. Trump's attorney. Okay. So all right, here we go. She should say counsel, but I I digress pouring in all over the country right. that there was fraud. So we have to gather it. The next state we'll be moving in probably tomorrow is in the state of Michigan where there's uh, multiple evidence of fraud. But Mayor, can I, situation. Just, can I just interrupt one quick second? It's not just the sure. media saying this. It's Chris Christie. Doesn't matter who's saying it, ma'am. The truth shall set you free. Evidence, it can become fact. Let's transparently present the evidence. I don't care who's saying what. I don't care if they say the sky is falling. And Chris Christie was not a uh, an eyewitness, which would be a lot more credible. Uh, he's a guy uh, w- with an opinion. 
uh, a well-known guy, so some people may be interested in his opinion, but he doesn't add to the fact argument one way or the other. But he does, and let me tell you how. The media makes the rules, okay? He who owns the media makes the rules, and the media, along with government swamp monsters, have already decided. Do you understand that? We don't care what your evidence is. We don't care what the courts say. Look, but the media is not the only one saying it. The swamp and the media are in bed together. Here she is. Listen. And advise it to President Trump, who says, basically, we're not going to follow the president blindly. We need evidence. He's well, saying evidence that there's now. no evidence, uh, well, and he's a friend of yours. I, I, didn't, I didn't call them idiots. I'm telling you. they're under- So he's a friend of yours. Let's see if we can divide the two friends now. See the game they're playing? Look, yeah. we have the evidence, ma'am. This is the part you're not understanding. So you're going to say to me, because Chris Christie's ignorant of the evidence, that you're going to listen to him along with the, the propagandist media, and you guys are going to then try to divide my friendship with Christie? Have you lost your mind? Okay, Chris, the evidence Chris, is here. In this, in this case, is not a credible witness. I was uh, recounting this eyewitness uh, that uh, was the election uh, and election poll watcher authorized, and she describes how uh, I mentioned the uh, most of the Republicans got suckered into leaving the hall for a break. After well, we're going to suspend counting for the next thirty minutes, and so people understandably they've been here a long time. Well, they believed that they had certificates to be there, and those would be honored. That there wouldn't be dishonesty right blatantly in your face, and that's what I mean. They don't commit election fraud in secret. Now it's in your face. The point Thank is you. they don't care. That I think is there the big is difference this year. Amen. All right, he says there's evidence. Let me get this again. There's evidence. That it happened. There are thousands and thousands of witnesses. I have 70 of them in this one case. There are about 200 in Michigan. There are about 200 in Nevada. There are well over a thousand witnesses that fraud was committed. There are actual dead people that we have found on the rolls. There are people, at least 100 people in different states who have been told to backdate ballots. They are willing to go under oath. Many of them have given us affidavits. There is a uh, 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 boatload of evidence. There's a treasure trove, ma'am. So if people want to say there's no evidence, they can say it, but it's uninformed, and now they should be on notice that it's untrue. So now, how long will this process take, Mayor? See, she doesn't talk about the evidence now. She just has a, a, a litany of questions to after she asks the evidence question, what she wants to do is shut that down and not be honest about the truth. So she should say, I didn't know that. You've got a point. But what she now says is another point to try to derail the discussion. We'll get to it in seconds. I know this is taking long and it's too much from Giuliani. But is there fraud? There's evidence. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. What does it take for a um, one of the reasons here? that I left. Are they just people people ready to yes. It's, it's in your budget. It it's right there on the line here? item. Are you just uh, uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, so that, we're about essence, reducing the, the number of abortions. We're about, you know, prevention, all of these other services. I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some so sense of the relative number of abortions. 
Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, got to hustle through this. It's taken all hour, ladies and gentlemen. Giuliani continuing. So she then tries to say, well, ignore the evidence. How long till you're going to be done? I mean, we don't have time for this uh, big old long court case stuff. And here's what Giuliani wisely responds. How long does it take for a court to have a hearing? Are you These cons- people are ready to read. We now have 50 people ready to testify in a court in Philadelphia that they were deliberately prevented from carrying out their duties so that, uh, in essence, the count in philadelphia was unlawful not the first time this has happened in philadelphia it happens almost every year joe frazier was voting for three years after he was dead will smith's grandfather voted for two years after he was dead but we don't know if they voted in this election right (laughs) hold on (laughs) we don't know if they voted in this election no we're documenting vote fraud ma'am you wanted evidence and we're proving to you in prior years in former years it's happened as well those individual examples are not this year i already said they were previous years ago but i'm making a point that dead people vote and there's evidence that span Multiple years, Larry Pratt. This is the point, and she kind of tries to mock it and manipulate it out of existence. She doesn't accept the evidence. She doesn't go, I didn't know that. She doesn't acknowledge that there's a long train of usurpations here. She just simply goes, that's not in this election, right? I mean, Will's dead. He didn't vote again, did he? That isn't the point, and she knows it. All right, here we go. Oh, but I, I do know that over 40 people died and voted. Hold on, hold on. I do know that 40 people died and counted in this election, and now she doesn't even respond to that. She just goes in, continues with her manipulated uh, question agenda. Okay, here it is. is look, there... look, you can fight it all you want. The reality is dead people voted. Over three, uh, 300,000 ballots were counted in secret just by the Democrats. <laughs> hold on, happened... there's another point there. Counted in secret just by the Democrats to be when they caught up from the ridiculous 700,000 they were behind. Uh, is there any truth overnight, that Melania overnight, overnight they mayor, found 300,000 ballots that were See, Mayor, mayor, quit going on about the evidence that I asked you about. Let's let's move the conversation not even from the president, not from the attorney, not from the courts, not to the election, not to the fraud. Let's talk about Melania now cuz you know what? It's the only area that I can try to beat somebody up now. Republicans never got a chance to observe well, we know you're going to argue this in, in a court, but is there oh, any... Yeah, of course we're going to argue it in a court, and that's where it should be argued, man. That's the point, isn't it? Truth. Yes, we to, are going to Is argue, there but, any but, truth... 
that Jared and Melania suggested to the president that he needs to start thinking about. I have no, I have no knowledge uh, to that effect. The president didn't tell me anything. But, like but that. even if it is, what does that have to do with anything? That has nothing. To, Larry Pat, are you there? All right, you there, Kurt? We'll, we'll try to get Larry back. Yeah, it's it basically all this is from her is just another way to get off the subject and get that's to right. talk about something else, and you know, and that's all it. Uh, yeah, she's she makes doing, the rules, though. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, she does on her program, and yes, she's she employed by Fox. And, um, you know, so then, you know, if she doesn't follow the boss, then she's going to lose her job. Now, Juliana That's wants you to believe that nobody will, is willing to cover him, but I, I just want to know how to get him on the program, Kurt. I seriously doubt it. And I think that the reason I'm on here is to try and get coverage of what has been basically censored that all weekend we've been presenting evidence of fraud that isn't covered. We hold press conferences and it's not covered, which is similar to the censorship that was done of the Hunter Biden uh, uh, tape, uh, tapes that were very serious crimes. So, this, I mean, this is getting to be kind of cr uh, crazy for America. Ms. Mr. Mayor, I'm a, a just court, wondering... A court may reject this evidence, a court may accept this evidence, but you can't say there's no evidence. Mr. Mayor, um, I know that you're very close with the president. Have you had a chance to talk with him this morning? And what is his state of mind? His attitude, his attitude is exactly uh, what it always is. The president, the president uh, has seen a, a mountain of evidence that there was fraud committed in over 10 different states now. Uh, three or four of them, it's, uh, it's substantial. It takes a little while to gather it, but we're about to file suit in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, for the entire state in order to allege that there are many, many more unlawful ballots than the difference between him and, uh, and Joe Biden, and that that 700,000 lead that he had on election night disappeared, uh, largely because they counted ballots that Republicans never got a chance to observe. So we're highly suspicious of it. But in any event, they're unlawful. Well, the we appreciate you coming on Big Day New York and, and giving us an update on this. Bye. <laughs> keep us in Thank the you. loop and let us know. Yeah, but we keep us in the loop so I can argue with you about if there's evidence or not, even though you've given me a gazillion pieces of evidence. Let me just try to argue with you some more about it. There it is, Kurt. You want to come in? I'll grab Larry Pratt. Very good, Sam. Um, it was the reason I, I thought it'd be good to, you know, hear the situation. Now, you know, Rudolph Giuliani uh, is certainly not somebody who, in my opinion, in the past has been saying that, uh, hey, there's a conspiracy in the media to not cover me, um, you know, and cover these uh, stories because, you know, frankly, in the past, I think he's probably gotten all the coverage he wants. He's from New York, former mayor of New York and all that kind of stuff. But he finds himself... Uh, at least in a kind of a unique situation now, I think, where he's like, gosh, I figured, uh, you know, we'd call a press conference and you guys would cover it. Um, <laughs> and I think he's uh, also, uh, you know, seeing that kind of maybe Rudy stuff ought, happen Maybe Rudy Giuliani ought to go watch my Hugh Holmes the Media Makes the Rules presentation and get a clue. Of course, and the other thing he's seeing, because he's accepted and kind of, you know, joined forces, if you will, with uh, President Trump, he's seeing the, uh, well, the evil guys on the other side, at least in my opinion. I'll tell you an interesting thing, Kurt, and I don't know what this all means. I tried to call Larry Pratt back, but of course all my phone lines are down now. All of them, all four of them. Now it's ringing, Very but good. I don't know that I'll be able to talk to the person. 
Let's see what happens. Well, yeah, you could see, uh, yeah, you know, good point. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as always, um, when we can, we want to take the opportunity to tell you how much we appreciate your accompaniment, how much we know um, you value uh, the information that, uh, well, we're able to share with you from these good sources. Uh, you know, we know that um, we're yeah, not the only Yeah, I don't know. Even when the phone rings, I can't answer it. I can't hear anybody. All four lines are just, uh, huh. I don't know. Um, well, <laughs> I remember the days of old, Sam, when, uh, uh, like, uh, we'd go off the air or something and somebody would call and go, I knew they'd get you. Yeah, uh, I knew the IRS would <laughs> take you out. And, and uh, you know, it, it may be the case, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know for sure, but um, we just feel like our only duty and our only option is to continue forward Um well, assuming that America is the land of the free and the home of the brave and uh, and that we've got a duty to, uh, you know, share information that we think is uh, valuable. And we even believe in the First Amendment about freedom of speech. Right, Sam? Without a doubt, Kurt. And I don't yeah. deny one bit that you're right, that this is election fraud. There's no better time to get to the bottom of it. I don't deny that a bit. I'm just telling you. I can't remember what the, the terms are, but let me explain kind of the legal side of this. And I'm not an attorney, but I'm just giving you my understanding. So let's say that I squat on a piece of land and I sit there for a certain amount of time. Eventually, they say, because you've been there that long now, you have rights to the land. If I live with a woman and uh, I live with her for a certain amount of time, even though I didn't marry her, they say, it's, hey, you've got a common law marriage. But at some point, there's rights, there's legal backing that codifies that. Okay, same thing with vote fraud. If you've allowed vote fraud for 60 years, as Giuliani alleges, and I, I believe that he's correct, at some point, Kurt, it becomes a de facto. Vote fraud's okay. The American people are fine with vote fraud. Now, you can say we're not fine with it. It's dishonest. It's against the law. That's debatable. It's kind of like the guy that says, I didn't marry her. I promise. But there's a common law marriage. It's kind of like the guy that squats on the land, and the other guy says, look, he doesn't have the right to be here. I know he's been here for 10 years, but... You know what? I'm, I'm exercising my right to kick him off now. No, you don't. And so I don't mean to be offensive, but we've allowed this to stand for way too long, Kurt. And I pray that we can get to the bottom of it. And I'm not suggesting we shouldn't continue to try. And I'm not suggesting we shouldn't continue to work on it. But I am telling you that it's going to be very, very, very difficult to stop. All right. Let's go to the next story that I have relating to this. Not so fast. This is not over. Turn off the media that has prematurely picked its winner. That's Liberty Council, Matt Staver. And here's what he says now, Kurt. We're on the ground in Pennsylvania. Matt Staver, LC Action, Liberty Council Action. So you've got now Matt Staver and attorneys on the ground looking into this vote fraud, digging it up. I don't know if they're working for Giuliani or just separate, but look. These guys, meaning Matt Staver and attorneys, have been working since the 2000 days when the George Bush fiasco happened. And they literally were in court there. They're quite experienced. And they've got a guy by the name of Jonathan. I don't have his name in front of me right now, but he's been on the radio with us before. And Jonathan is on the ground looking at vote fraud and documenting it. Jonathan Alexander. Yeah, Jonathan Alexander. Okay. He's been with us on the radio. And Jonathan's on the ground right now in Pennsylvania looking into it. And he's saying, I'm finding serious vote fraud. Next hour, we're going to get to two topics. One, the documentation from the other side. 
uh, we kind of presented the, the mainstream Fox side. Imagine Fox being the liberal side of the discussion now. The good news is that the new media is taking center stage. It used to be Fox and CNN. It used to be the Republicans and the Democrats. Now the Democrats and CNN are so outrageous, so out of control, that they're just dismissed by everybody. Now Fox is the liberal wing. Newsmax and, and Liberty Roundtable Live and many others are the conservative constitutional wing now. Uh, so in some ways, um, the good news is the media has taken center stage. We're going to drill into Matt Staver's detailed information and evidence, in addition to Giuliani's. Uh, we're going to play some Newsmax details. And then I want to talk about a prayer vigil going on today that, that I think is really relevant. You know what? While vote fraud's happening, while criminal activity is occurring, there are people who want to double down in defense of honesty and morality and biblical truths. And they are turning to prayer on 11-11. That's today. Number one, Jesus Christ. And appealing to the author of our liberty for protection, for safety, for success. We're going to do it all next hour, folks. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. There's not a program on the air like it. Uh, now, Giuliani says that he can't get coverage, and I'd like to you know, see if he'll come on the program with us. If he can't get coverage, we're here to provide it, uh, and we're here to provide it at our expense, Mr. Giuliani, because we want the truth to come out, and we're willing to help you get it out to the best of our ability. And, man, if people could donate and we could you know, get several million dollars, we could buy radio stations. We could, our influence could expand like no other. And it isn't about Sam Bushman's influence. It's about the influence of the American people to push back and tell the truth and have transparency in the media and have honesty and integrity in the delivery of news, okay? And I'm not here to decide whether those are fraud or not. I believe that, that Giuliani and others, Matt Staver and, and Jonathan Anderson and many others have significant evidence. But I agree that the courts decide that, not the media. So we're going to report it all to you. That's why we even play the liberal side, Fox, uh, on this and how that, that lady's just foaming at the mouth, doesn't know what to do with herself, okay? Because she doesn't want the truth to come out. That's Fox, folks fox the guy that everybody said you know that's the conservative group we report you decide well i've decided that she's out in the weeds and giuliani's got a point but who makes the rules if the american people put their money into the media then we will make the rules until then i submit to you the swamp in bed with the mainstream press makes the rules and we're about to lose this one folks i pray that we don't but predict that we do because we haven't taken our responsibility seriously enough all right when we come back we'll hear from newsmax and we'll break this down, and then we'll get to the Christian prayer coming up. I want to leave on the Christian prayer idea because it's so positive. It's so good, and it's happening today, and it's something that you, my fellow Americans, can do to make a difference. How do you like that for hard-hitting news that I wish I refused to use? For Larry Pratt, we're sorry we lost him. Our lines are down. Um, we'll get that fixed if we can. Uh, for Sam and Kurt and the whole Loving Liberty radio team, LovingLiberty.net, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushford and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for November the 11th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our two of two. Our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Last hour, we heard Giuliani quite a bit breaking down some of the evidence, but that was from a Fox liberal 
host that just tried to argue with Giuliani, not really taking the evidence, not deal with any of the claims made or discuss them. She just wanted to try to barbecue Giuliani, and he beat her at it. She didn't know what to do, so she kind of melted down. That's Liberal Fox for you, showing their true colors as they tipped their hand. They put their thumb on the scale for Joe Biden in the election night coverage. Shame on Fox. But again, they show their true colors. We've warned you about Fox and their backers of of the Democrats and the Bidens and the Clintons, and they have been for decades. You've just been deceived all this time. Uh, However, um, now what's interesting is this. Our phone lines went down last hour. Lost Larry Pratt. Couldn't get him back. I got to email him and apologize. Kurt, at the the top of the next hour on the news, I checked our lines. They're up and perfect. I didn't touch a thing. Poof. So I don't know what's up with that. I don't know what's up with that or how to solve that, but there you go. You know, is it a fraud, a conspiracy? I don't know. I'm just telling you that's the interesting thing. Now, uh, the liberal side is Fox, and they're attacking uh, the president and Giuliani and everybody else um, talking about election fraud. They say they're claims without evidence. Even the top of the hour news, town hall, SRN news, Christian news, says, oh, without evidence, without evidence. It's a lie. There's plenty of evidence, folks. We're going to get to that evidence now. So you got Newsmax now breaking it down. They're a little more fair to Giuliani. We want to play this and talk about this as well. Hey, folks, welcome to the second hour of American Agenda. I'm Bob Sellers. Attorney General William Barr is urging federal prosecutors to examine allegations of voting irregularities before states certify election results in the coming weeks. Okay, now be, let's be clear. So we want to look into fraud now because we believe there's enough evidence to look into it, says the attorney general. The mainstream press doesn't believe it, still lies and says there's none. And then this is the critical part. Before states certify their election results. So if the election results are not certified, how can we declare a winner? One answer. Dishonesty and fraud. Says the president and his legal team continued to make the case for election fraud. Joining me now is the president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, who's leading this election legal fight. So uh, tell me, sir, how are things going? Where do things stand right now? Well, after filing the lawsuit yesterday in Pennsylvania, which... uh, supported by 50-plus witnesses that say that Republicans were excluded from observing over 600,000 questionable ballots in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and only in those two Democrat uh, corrupt cities, really. Uh, rest of Pennsylvania, no problem. Uh, we, have, we think we have a good chance, also, when you consider the additional allegations of fraud there, to have that vote overturned and not certified. I mean, the margin of victory was only 40,000 after the president had been ahead by 700,000. And I think we can show that this was part of a concerted effort on the part of the Democrat Party to do this in 10 different states, because the same thing they did in Philadelphia, heard the Republicans in corrals, not let them see the ballot. They did it in Pittsburgh. They did it in Detroit. They did it in Milwaukee. They did it in Phoenix. They did it in Las Vegas. They, uh, They did it. In all these places where they have this dem- Democrat you know, machine, and it's impossible that every one of these Democratic leaders woke up the day after the election with the same idea of not allowing Republicans to see the mail ballots and corral them into shoots, even though the law of their state requires that it be observed by a Republican and a Democrat, and, for, and forever 
we've done that with absentee ballots. And with all fairness, the Republicans have done this uh, over and over and over when Ron Paul uh, was really going to gain ground and, and literally launch his presidential campaigns in 08 and 12. They did this stuff to Ron Paul, too. So the Republicans are guilty of it, too. Let's be very clear. Let's also be very clear that they've allowed this to go on for 60 plus years. This is nothing new. I'm glad the president wants to take it on now, and Kirk Cosby's right. There's no better time than the president to drill into this and solve the criminal activity. I agree with all that. But the Republicans are just mad because they're not allowed at the fraud party. Okay, what about the Constitution Party and the Libertarian Party? And I can go on and on, the Green Party, the the Reform Party. and, And those people have been locked out for decades, and the Republicans have been just fine with that then. Right. So, uh, you know, the Democrats are a little bit um, in trouble because they didn't allow the Republicans, the duopoly in the swamp to continue as their partner. That's really the problem here. Um, That's why I don't believe it'll be overturned, really, uh, just because what are you going to do? Call uh, fraud to the whole con game. And and, and I wish it were true, but I, I just don't see it. But nevertheless, Giuliani continues. I'm just making the point, though, that the Democrats are just mad because they're not allowed to be part of the fraud like they've been before. Second, we're about to file a lawsuit now in Michigan in which, uh, again, hundreds of thousands of ballots were cast without any observation. Uh, A Democrat uh, whistleblower working for the— Let me give you a little bit of the difference. Sorry to keep interrupting, but this host is not trying to interrupt, 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 interrupt. This host is politely letting uh, Mr. Giuliani, president's attorney, make the case, right? Board in Detroit has come forward— and has uh, given evidence of days and days of fraud, uh, preparation for it, backdating of votes, going into the polling place with people, showing them how to vote, uh, taking votes of people that weren't registered, and then actually going to the registrar book and registering at the time. She observed all of this. She was disgusted with it. She's a Democrat. She's come forward. She's given us an affidavit, and she's at the heart of the Democratic a case that we have, which will be filed in Lansing, Michigan, which will show that well more than the margin of victory are illegal votes. And then a very extraordinary thing, somewhere around 4 or 4.30 in the morning on November 4, right after the election, 100,000 or so ballots showed up at the headquarters. Uh, The observers were leaving at that time, so the crooked Democrats... uh, in Detroit figured they could count the ballots when the observers weren't around. However, several observers remain behind, and they have given us affidavits. And the affidavits say that these 100,000 ballots that were not properly, um, were not properly um, packaged. They're supposed to be packaged in a big wooden box with an inner box and a seal. They look more like this, some that had come in earlier in the day. They look somewhat more like in boxes like this. Don't know if you can see that. Okay. Yeah. And 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 then we'll lay it out like that. So now he's showing evidence of how it really was in detail, and the host is watching. He doesn't interrupt. He just goes, "Oh my God." Okay. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Which it's not an argument. He's presenting his side right now, right? That's what you have him on for. At least that's what I thought. Completely destroys the secrecy of the ballot. And then all of a sudden, they began counting them very quickly. And three different um, affiants, people who had sworn under oath, this is one of them, Andrew Cito, said that, um, said that all of these votes, to the extent that he heard them being called out or he observed them, were for Joseph Biden. Okay. And every and ballot that, he saw had no one else on the ballot. 
Just to be clear, you're talking about that occurred allegedly in Michigan? Is that where you're saying that? Yes, I'll read you the affidavit. No, that's okay. You don't have to read it. I just want to make clear where you were talking about. I'm talking about Andrew Cito in Michigan, in Detroit, Michigan, at the TCF Center. He was there from 9.30 in the morning. He remained behind when many other people left. At 4.30 in the morning, these shipment of absentee ballots came in. He was told that there were several vehicles outside with out-of-state license plates. They pulled up to the center at 4.30, and they unloaded many boxes of ballots. Tens of thousands of ballots were brought in and placed on eight long tables. Mr. Mayor, could I ask you a question about the process here? Could I ask you? So you filed suit in Pennsylvania regarding the allegations of fraud that you have. Obviously, you say you're going to go to Lansing as far as this situation. I'm kind of curious. What's the timing here in which you expect to get some sort of answer? How it turns out, what kind of remedy are you looking for? Well, in the case of both Pennsylvania and Michigan, in fact, in every state, this election is guided by the laws of the state legislature. And then it's the state legislature that has to certify the result as honest and fair. We're in a position in both Pennsylvania and Michigan where they can't possibly do that. And now we will move on to Georgia, where the same thing happened, to Wisconsin, to Nevada, where the same thing happened, to Arizona. It's very, very curious that, you know, on Tuesday night, the president was way ahead, way ahead by 800,000 votes in Pennsylvania, 5% in Michigan, 8% in Wisconsin. And by the next morning, because of things like this, votes being brought in in the middle of the night, the whole thing had changed. Well, there are people on there. It happened in all these places. It can't be a coincidence that they decided they would exclude Republican observers in every one of these places at exactly the same time. Okay. So in Pennsylvania, you have already filed suit regarding these allegations, correct? Do you know when you would get some sort of answer on that issue? Well, it's up to the court. And, of course, it has to be done on an expedited basis. We have to have an opportunity to call the witnesses. We have 50 of them. But their testimony is rather short, and it's all in affidavit form already. We have to make a record and then hopefully bring it to the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court. At the same time, we'll be moving ahead in Lansing, Michigan. There's already been a private case filed in Michigan two days ago, similar to ours, but not as complete. How many states total have you made or plan to make allegations similar to this? I would say anywhere from 8 to 10. All of them are states in which we have one common allegation and then different things. The common allegation is that when they started counting these new mail-in votes, they excluded Republicans from observing. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. 
Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, Giuliani presenting evidence, ladies and gentlemen. We let Giuliani continue. They put Republicans mostly in corrals that were 20 and 30 feet away and wouldn't allow us to see most, if if at all, any of the ballots. And what kind of remedy? What kind of things like uh, we have these ballots that are brought into the middle of the night. We have uh, we have backdated ballots. Right. Ballots. the, the, The ballots had to end. On November 3rd, according to Justice Alito, we have thousands and thousands and thousands that have been backdated, and we have witnesses for all of them. Okay. So we have numerous instances of fraud, but the common theme is excluding Republicans in 10 different places. And the same system was used has to have been a common objective. Now, if, if the states come back and say, yes, they were allowed to observe, or even though they were not permitted to observe as you would wish, what do you think the remedy should be? Throwing out every ballot, throwing out the ones involved with that? What would you expect a, a remedy well, first of all, to be? The, fir- the, fir- the first of all, the states aren't gonna come back and say they weren't counted the way we wish. They weren't counted based on the law of the state. Each one of these states. So I will say that was a, a little bit of a clown question from the host there. I know it's, a, a, you know, Newsmax, they're supposed to be the good guys. But look, it's a clown question. We want all the legal ballots counted and we want all the illegal ballots discounted. And we want that done by the state because of law. OK, this is a law and order discussion. It isn't an opinion. It isn't I wish. It isn't I. Oh, my gosh, I'm wringing my hands. This is a legal issue. Either they're legally counted or they're illegally counted. Which are we going to embrace or accept? In America, that's the point. And the clown question from the host proves he doesn't even get it. So how does it resolve itself? If they come out, if they were to say, you're absolutely right, that is what happened. And of course, we know there'll be arguments against that. But if they say, yes, you're right, how do you think this resolves itself? What happens? First off, it doesn't resolve itself, sir. Good, honest people decide to uphold the law. And if there's ballots that have been included in the number, the count, that are illegal, 
that are wrongfully submitted or wrongfully counted, they need to be removed from the vote totals. Because what the state has to eventually do is certify the results as honest and fair according to the law. Okay, I don't know why the host would ask such a clown question in the beginning. Well, first of all, the votes can't be certified then. The state legislature can't certify an unlawful uh, vote count. So the, the state would not certify it, and then, and then what and, would and happen what after would that? Ask for, what we would ask for is that you deduct in those counties the number of votes that we have proven were unlawfully examined. Okay. So it's, easy, it's easiest in Pennsylvania because we've done the arithmetic. We can count 633,000 votes that were submitted without any observation. And Kurt, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't understand how the host could ask such a clown question. I don't, I don't get it. Look, this is lawful. We want all the ballots well, that are legally counted. It. And the ones that are the, illegal, we don't want counted. How how intelligent do you got to be to get that? Right. This host is not, um, I don't know, not probably a millionaire um, host, you know, getting millions or whatever. But at least like me, yeah. when you compare it, yeah, that's right. Um, but at least when you compare him to the uh, two news babes on Fox. He's a little better. That were basically interrupting most of the time and uh, would try to dissuade him and take him off to different things. I think he had some legitimate questions, I even agree. though they were, um, you know. But, but uh, I would say this, if that's not the best we've got, we're in, in trouble. Opinion. Right. Well, sure. But right. it's the best uh, that they've got right there at that time. Yeah, that's right. By uh, a neutral observer, and certainly not by a Republican. Okay. In Detroit. And you don't, in, Detroit, in that case, you, you want them thrown out. You don't want a recount. You want them thrown out. Well, there's no reason to recount them. Then you can no longer tell whether they're valid or not. Once you remove the envelope, you remove the only thing that tells you whether they're valid or not. Right. The, that becomes the, the naked ballot at that point. The yeah. naked ballot. That's why mail-in voting, even by justices of the Supreme Court 10 and 12 years ago, was thought to be a horrible thing to do. All right, Mr. That Mayor, be, I'm going to... It fraught with fraud. I'm going to afraid I'm going to have to run, but I appreciate you sharing. Thank you, that, thank you for the hearing. Because yeah. a lot of people, a lot of networks don't allow us to bring this information to the public. Well, we appreciate you talking to us, bringing us up to date. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Rudy Giuliani. And I happen to agree with Giuliani. At least he, in Kurt's point, at least he was willing, and that's why we play this. At least he was willing to let Giuliani speak and make his points. Uh, he did ask some good questions. Uh, you know, I, I get it. What's the timing of this thing? She asked that question, too. The difference when she asked it on Fox was that she didn't let him even finish on the evidence discussion first. Okay, so she was just trying to move, 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 and try to make him look foolish. It didn't work. She got her head handed to her is what really happened. The news of the networks refused to use marches on. Now, I want to go straight to Matt Staver because Matt Staver over at Liberty Council with his crack attorney on the ground named Jonathan Anderson, they've got evidence. They've got information. Jonathan uh, Alexander. Oh, Alexander, sorry. Jonathan Alexander. Okay. They've got information uh, as well, Kurt. Not so fast. Yeah, says, this is uh, not over. Turn off the media that is prematurely basically uh, crowning their favorite, right? Right, exactly. And he says, I have deployed some of our attorneys to join the battle for election integrity. One of our attorneys is an official observer in Pennsylvania. Jonathan Alexander arrived in Pennsylvania last week along with other lawyers to observe the contentious battle Excuse me, ballot counting 
in the maybe that's a Freudian slip because you know they get a lot of battles uh, here ballot battle anyway ballot counting in the Keystone State Jonathan's role is to prevent election fraud by witnessing the process and preserving evidence for the courts to review um, he says uh, the court ruled or excuse me said but many voting locations in Pennsylvania are openly defying a state court order the court ruled that observers must be permitted to witness the vote counting to ensure the ballots are complete and properly counted not one of the attorneys representing the Trump campaign have been allowed entry to observe the ballot counting in Philadelphia despite Jonathan being an authorized observer and a member of the Pennsylvania Bar, the Democratic officials would not permit him or anyone else to observe the ballot count. Now, let me stop you uh, there. The, so you've got a, an attorney that has passed the bar in the given state who has a documentation allowing him to observe the counting of the ballots. He was not allowed to do that. Okay, I'm not saying that other people who don't that have rights to view it aren't important either, but this is a certified attorney who passed the bar, who's got okay, they wouldn't let him view. So that's first-hand evidence that the point Giuliani is making is true, Kurt, from a third-party organization. Okay, um, Mr. Alexander's <clears throat> law license is on the line if he lies about that, Kurt. So this is serious, and it ups the ante quite a bit. Continue, sir. Good point. Uh, then he gives us a picture. He says the picture to the right is the closest Jonathan was able to get to the tables where the ballots are counted. He was not even permitted to enter the conference room. As you can see, there is nothing that can possibly be observed from such a distance. By the time you read this, a federal lawsuit will have been filed challenging the fairness and transparency of Pennsylvania's election processes. Meanwhile, election fraud ran rampant th across the country. In addition to the many documented examples of election fraud I wrote to you about, many more have come to light nationwide. He starts with Buffalo, New York. Uh, he says, a, po a U.S. postal worker was arrested at the Canadian border with a carload of undelivered ballots. In Texas, a social worker who has been charged with 134 felony counts of election fraud, 134, that's a pretty good batch, uh, for illegally registering and voting for disabled people in her care without their knowledge or consent, Las Vegas, Nevada, a trove of completed ballots were found in the trash can of St. Anne's Church, which had been a polling place a few days before all but one of the discarded ballots was marked for Trump. Las Vegas, Nevada. A postal worker was caught on film giving ballots to a journalist instead of election officials. In Clark County, Nevada, an election official has signed an affidavit stating that voters could vote without any identification whatsoever. In Traverse City, Michigan, Undercover videos show postal employees conspiring to commit large-scale voter fraud. In Antrim County, Michigan, a computer glitch changed 6,000 Trump votes to Biden votes. In Erie, Pennsylvania, a postal employee has agreed to testify regarding a postmaster's scheme to fraudulently backdate the late ballots. 
in Buck County, Pennsylvania. Videos show ballots thrown in the trash. And these are just a handful of the new, credible, and well-documented examples of election fraud that have come in over the last 24 hours, and more keep coming. And this isn't just Giuliani and Trump now. This is the third party, Liberty Council, that just wants the truth. And poor Alexander, he got schnookered, didn't he? Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Following weeks of increased COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations, more state leaders have begun asking residents to stay at home in hopes of helping curb the virus. This week, Texas became the first U.S. state to surpass a million cases. COVID-19 is hurting us more than we think. USA Radio News' Dan Naraki has this. A new study published in The Lancet points to another devastating effect of COVID-19. The study shows that one in five coronavirus patients were diagnosed with mental illness within three months of being diagnosed with the virus. The data collected suggests that COVID patients are at a higher risk of developing anxiety, depression, insomnia, and other mental health illnesses than patients with other illnesses. The researchers say that their preliminary results are enough to warrant further research into the link between coronavirus and mental illness. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. USA Radio News. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-246-8751 and use discount code USA. Joe Biden said Tuesday that nothing would stop the transfer of power in the U.S. government. We're going to be going moving along in a, in a consistent manner, putting together our administration, the White House, and reviewing who we're going to pick for the cabinet positions. And nothing's going to stop that. President Trump continues his legal actions, claiming ballot harvesting and voter irregularities. USA Radio News is not calling the race until all legal challenges are resolved. In the Silver State last week, state officials in Nevada denied any evidence of voter fraud. Democrat Attorney General Aaron Ford referred to the Trump campaign's legal efforts as garbage. A whistleblower has come forward in Clark County, home of Las Vegas, claiming voter fraud was allegedly committed in Nevada during the early voting period. Her claim of ballot harvesting is in a sworn affidavit. The affidavit, which has been submitted to the Justice Department, also claims voters were allowed to cast ballots without identification. USA Radio News.
All right, continuing with the evidence Fox claims doesn't exist from Matt Staver, Jonathan Alexander in Pennsylvania. Kurt? Very good, Sam. And uh, he says, uh, and these are just a handful of the new, credible, and well-documented examples of election fraud that have come in over the last 24 hours and more keep coming. In a future email, he says, I will share concerns about the Hammer software. I haven't heard that talked about anywhere. Like the vote switching I mentioned above in Michigan. Uh, he says, don't lose hope. We've been here before and we won. If you've been following Liberty Council for a long time, you already know that in the year 2000, the last time, a presidential election was contested. Liberty Council helped lead the legal battle to certify the election. In the days following the 2000 election, I deployed our legal team. Anita and I litigated five weeks nonstop to defend the integrity of the presidential election. On December 12, 2000, the Supreme Court of the United States ended the contested election. George W. Bush became the 43rd president. As you know, much of Liberty Council's work this year has been fighting to keep pastors, preachers, you know, he tells other things about preborn babies and different things that they work on. But uh, So never you know, mind all the evidence that we have. Fasting and prayer and, and donations, if possible. Never mind all the evidence that we have. Fox continues to claim there's zero evidence. Fox News literally cuts off President Donald Trump campaign news conference they literally cut it off neil cavuto and crew cut it off until we can't take this lie there's no evidence there's no evidence there's no evidence but matt staver and crew continue to gather evidence giuliani and crew continue to gather evidence the courts uh, and uh, have evidence now being submitted to them uh you've literally got a situation where william barr authorizes the department of justice to dig into this evidence we've got more on the evidence folks U.S. Postal Service faces bombshell allegations in helping steal the elections, writes WorldNet Daily. Wow. USPS vote fraud whistleblower. Guy's name is Richard Hopkins. Again, you want evidence. I'll give you names and places and people. Richard Hopkins. Quote, I did not recant testimony. Project Veritas releases audio of a federal agent coercing a postal worker. So now you got the federal agents involved in the fraud, Kurt. Well, it's a, you know, it's a target-rich environment, Sam. You just got to say that, right? Yeah, but I submit yeah. the American people don't have the stomach for this, and the media has already decided. Will they really overturn the election and expose the fraud? I pray the answer is yes. I pray the answer is yes. All right, let's go to Polak because Polak breaks down seven kinds of election interference from fraud to censorship. So some of it may not even be fraud, Kurt, but again, it's election manipulation. And in the, when the issue is honesty, this matters as well. Kurt? That's correct. Um, and this is uh, Joel uh, B. Polak. He writes for Breitbart. And uh, uh, let's see, I'll tell you who his, at least uh, some about him. He says... Uh, He's a senior editor-at-large at Breitbart News, 
host of Breitbart News Sunday on Sirius XM, etc. So, you know, he's winner of the Robert Novak Journalism Alumni Fellowship. I mean, he's got some stuff on him. Anyway, uh, he says the headline from him from Breitbart says seven kinds of election interference from fraud to censorship. And he and he says, um, you know, he lists them. He says, uh, here are the seven ways the vote is tilted. Voter fraud. I think we've covered that pretty well. Ballot harvesting. Um, curing. Let's see. Hold on to me. Ballot harvesting is voter fraud. Yeah, I think so, too. I just mean there's kind of these little sections, I guess, he's breaking it down to. Um, then you got curing absentee ballots. So what that really means is, if somebody screwed up on their thing instead of chucking them, they cure them. You know what I mean? They fix them, you know. And uh, number four says deadline extensions, relaxed rules. Number, you know, I mean, that wasn't the case in our case, Sam. Remember when we had to file that one thing, that one paper at that one Oh, no, dude, you were like 30 seconds late. The they shut morning. you That's down, right. buddy. That's right. They didn't, they didn't uh, have any extensions or any extra time there for us number five privately funded get out the vote efforts you know talking about the billionaires like uh zuckerberg and uh, yeah bloomberg like old mike and, bloomberg you know, putting like big that. money into that kind of stuff right zuckerberg oh, yeah. manipulating yeah. things at facebook we go on and on right mm-hmm. uh number six says automatic vote by mail applications um and he talks about um you know these i mean it's just like the president said, when you're going to put uh, that many ballots out there, just whatever, willy-nilly, you're going to have troubles. Number seven says social media censorship. And to me, it's hard to say which one's the biggest, but that's a pretty massive one, if you ask say me. Say that and one that again. goes to social media censorship. Or, you know, and, and he doesn't even list um, the other media you know, he's talking yeah. about social media. But it's the um, whole but, media. Social media just yeah. the tip of the sword right now. Right. Good point. Uh, so. It's serious, serious indeed. He continues. Well, that's pretty much covers his, uh, you know. Seven kinds of line. election interference. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, let, yeah. me, let me clearly articulate to you what I believe really is going on, okay? <laughs> Honesty is the issue. And Americans don't understand it, but they've divided us over every fault line. Male, female, young, old, white, black, rich, poor. Uh, The list goes on and on and on and on. Now they want to divide you whether you're a mask supporter or you're against masks. Whether you're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter. And the uh, continued divisions are on every fault line. Now the divisions are on the fault line of do you support the allegations of vote fraud and believe there's something there, or do you believe it's just all about nothing? And they've even got the Republicans divided about this big time. Romney says there's nothing. Move along. Trump says this is a problem. You've got groups of people now showing their true colors. Fox used to be the conservative, we report, you decide guys. Now they're literally fraudulent in your face, just cutting off the Republican president in the middle of a press conference because they say he has no evidence. But there's evidence filed in the courts. If, no, if there's no evidence, how do we have a court case? You might disagree with the evidence, as Giuliani points out, but you can't debate whether there's evidence or not. You might disagree with it. That's fine. 
But you've got the U.S. Postal Service bombshell allegations on video where the guy's like, hey, I'm testifying they were coercing me, and I'm not recanting my testimony. World Net Daily right there with this piece. So this isn't debatable about that. But they're dividing us on every fault line they can possibly find, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here's why it matters. <clears throat> There's two things in the last segment we're going to do. Here's why it matters. There's an urgent message put out by David Horowitz, Kurt. Now, I'm not a real fan of David Horowitz because I believe he was a liberal uh, and I believe he has other agendas. But he does bring up what I've been saying for literally decades now on your radio. They're not interested in anything about the divide lines that they find. They're interested in creating chaos and using those divide lines to divide and conquer. But they don't care about the guidelines. They don't care that they think you're a white supremacist. They know you're not. They don't care that they think you're a male chauvinist or a woman's this or this or that. They don't care if you're a Republican supporter or a Trump supporter or a Romney supporter. They don't care about any of that stuff. They just use that because it works well to divide and conquer and manipulate and create chaos. What they really want is a global tyranny, and that's what they're after, and they'll do anything to get it. And so what David Horowitz says is this. Jewish leader, that's David Horowitz, says virus meaning the coronavirus, the COVID-19 is dry run for Christian persecution. So David Horowitz blatantly, openly admitting, hey, saying, hey, they're, they've got a dry run. They're using this COVID virus as a dry run to wrap up, ramp up Christian persecution. You see it. If you're a liberal and you want to basically riot and overturn cop cars and rape and pillage and plunder, you're allowed to do that. In fact, they won't say a word about no masks. They won't say a word about your mass gatherings. Okay, if you want to go to a bar, no problem. If you want to worship God, you can expect to be arrested and flat out shut down. Okay, it's a dry run for attacks on Christians. Who was attacked the most in the COVID scenario? The answer, churches and Christians. The more religious, the more moral, the more patriotic your event was, the more you were absolutely blasted and shut down and threatened with arrest and, and, and everything else. But if you want to uh, promote the Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, you want to riot in the streets and agitate, and no problem. You get a pass. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all this trouble in America that we've been documenting for the last hour and 45 minutes is serious indeed. We need to stand up for religious freedom. That's where the buck stops, with we the people and religious freedom to worship how, where, or what we may. How do we do it? Coming up. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches. 
in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. So as I was saying, David Horowitz says, hey man, the coronavirus has been used as a dry run to ratchet up Christian persecution. I think David Horowitz is spot on correct. And I've been talking about this for decades. They're not coming after you because you're a white supremacist. They know you're not. They're not coming after you because you're a racist. They're not coming after you for whatever fault line they find. That's just their divide and conquer tactic to turn us into a tyranny. They know full well none of the allegations they make are true. But all they do is, is overwhelm the system with an onslaught of socialism. Uh, and, and, and the people seem to melt down and get divided and attack one another. You see it at feverish pitch as we speak. Nevertheless, they're really coming for the Christians in persecution. And you say, Sam, you painted such a dire picture. What can we do about it? My response is there is hope. There is wonderful news. There are good people doing wonderful things. And you got to know about it. Today, what is it, 1111? So 1111, put Jesus Christ in your life and make him number one. Uh, here's the promo for it, then we'll talk about it as we wrap up today. This is Solutions Radio. On November 11th at 11 a.m., millions of Christians are gathering across America, encircling the entire perimeter of the United States, lining our main streets and standing on the mountaintops and high places to declare that we are one nation under God and that Jesus is Lord and to make one massive appeal to heaven. America is in a monumental crisis. And thankfully, the church is awakening. Many Christian ministries have led thousands of Christians in powerful times of prayer, fasting, and worship. But now, it is time for us as an entire nation of believers to respond to God's instructions found in 2 Chronicles 7.14. It is time for the body of Christ to come forward in unity and action. Many are now rallying around a God-given vision that rings true in all of our hearts. It's a clarion call blasting forth at lightning speed for a nationwide gathering on November 11th called 1111 Jesus. We need every Christian in America to hear about this, so help us spread the word quickly. Little did we know that November 11th also marks the 400th anniversary of the arrival of the Mayflower to our land in 1620. And even before stepping foot on our land, the settlers signed the Mayflower Compact. It laid the foundation of our American Republic and most importantly, stated that this land is for the glory of God. It is time that you and I reclaim this purpose for America in 2020. On November 11th, we are gathering and connecting with Christians all across our nation as we publicly stand together in our own communities. And with the power of technology, 
Everyone will follow along for one hour right from their own cell phone. Yes, your cell phone. It's that simple. This moment in time has holy significance to bring history and destiny together, biblically, spiritually, nationally, and historically. November 11th also has great significance as a day that we honor our veterans who fought for our American liberty and religious freedom since our nation's inception. So here's what you'll do on 11-11 at 11 a.m. in your time zone. Grab your cell phone and your friends, family, and neighbors and head to your community's most popular gathering places. You know, where everyone goes when something is going on in your town. Just somewhere public. Spread out and line the streets, highways, or head to the beach and line the perimeter of our nation. Using your cell phone, go to the 1111 Jesus YouTube channel and click on the video that will be added on the morning of November 11th. Together we will participate in unified prayer, worship, and scripture. Then we will all declare that we are one nation under God and that Jesus is Lord of our land and we will make one unified appeal to heaven. Starting on Sunday, November 8th, we will begin three days focused on preparing our own hearts so that on November 11th, we will come with an attitude of worship that comes from time spent with the Lord in personal repentance. Many are choosing to fast, and we encourage you to join in this national fast. Who knows, this alone could change the whole climate of our American church and our nation. For more information, go to 1111jesus.com. That is 1111jesus.com. Spread the word. Share this video and the website on all your platforms. Share the music video, As One We Stand, that was written specifically for 1111 Jesus. From the grassroots to our great American faith leaders, we must all come together as one. Join us at 11 a.m. in your time zone on November 11th for this powerful symphony of repentance, prayer, worship, and declaration. It will roll like a wave across this great land that we love in all of our time zones. I'm standing with you on November 11th at 11 a.m. in your time zone. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Great, great information. The details are up on leveringliberty.net as well so you can learn more. But I'm telling you right now, I believe that we are one nation under God. And Jesus is Lord, ladies and gentlemen. This is not something to joke about. This is serious indeed. Online prayer event, 1111jesus.com. Uh, Andrea Morris with the story for me. This is serious business. Greg from Utah wants to chime in and make a comment about the importance of Christianity. Greg? Okay. So uh, the, uh, the Christians, uh, yeah, persecutions against Christians throughout the world has significantly increased, especially in the Middle East and in Africa and also in this nation. And the socialists and the communists, they hate Christians, they hate Christianity, and even the best of them must be considered their worst enemies. And so oh, during the COVID uh, pandemic, I call it a pandemic, uh, as you indicated earlier, you can, you can go to a bar room, you can go to you know, the casinos and what have you, but the churches are shut down. And this is alarming. And under the First Amendment, we have a right to, to exercise our freedom of religion without government interference, 
and, and yet the government has uh, uh, initiated uh, mandates and what have you, edicts, that, uh, that conflict with the First Amendment, that, that conflicts with our right to, to, to worship God or to, or to uh, deliberate in, in chapels and, and meeting houses throughout the, the country. So we can see this is consistent, it's, it's comprehensive, and it's, it's by design, not accident. And as you indicated earlier, that uh, <clears throat> this is a dangerous uh, 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 situation that we have to deal with and we have to address it. And stand up for our rights and, and assert our, our our rights to worship and to worship God and to and to uh, practice our religion. Because if we don't stand up, it's going to get worse and worse. And as Horowitz indicated, that this is a dry run to persecute the the Christians. And and so this is alarming. And I think people have to wake up and be aware that if we don't stand up for our rights, especially the First Amendment, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Kurt. All I can say is amen to Greg. Yeah, great points, uh, Sir Greg. And he has, uh, I mean, uh, Greg even has roots back in the uh, East, uh, Sam, where, you know, uh, all the uh, truth comes from, you know, uh, the great, um, you know, back east uh, close to the washington dc area and i mean us out here in the country we can't really understand things but at least he can put a picture on it kind of a wrap it up for us and help us understand yeah but but in america there are some states where you cannot uh, preach the gospel on, on a corner and they consider it hate speech and and and, and these people are, are getting arrested for for uh, preaching the gospel and we're going to see more evidence of that where you can't... The God, eventually, it's going to come where the Bible is going to be outlawed because it's going to be considered as hate speech. And it's coming. It may take a few years, but that's what's coming down the pike. And and so uh, so why is this happening? Because it's, it's an orchestrated plan by the, the secret combinations and what have you to, uh, to destroy Christianity in America because they have to destroy Christianity because... They, they don't want people to have an allegiance to God. They want their allegiance to be to the state. And there's a conflict there. And, and, and so this is all planned. It's all contrived. It's all it, – and, and so we have to be aware of that. And, and uh, again, stand up for what we believe in, believe in and fight against the, uh, these uh, combinations and, and uh, people who uh, have a design or uh, intentions to destroy or limit or reduce a right to pray or right to worship in America. All I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is just imagine if we had a million people put in a million dollars. Or, you know what? Uh, you mean a million people put in a dollar? A million people put in a million dollars, Kurt. Just imagine well, if we could each have Each one, that. you mean? Yeah, you, there's millionaires. Okay. They make millionaires. How many millionaires do they make okay. every day? There's thousands and thousands and thousands in America. Millionaires are like people who used to make six figures now, right? Uh, but imagine if we had a million people put in a dollar a day. Imagine if we just had 25 people put in, you know, a couple thousand. Imagine if we had 100 people put in, you know, $5,000. Just imagine, Greg, where your message could go. Your message is spot on and timely, sir. Yeah, and it, it does take money. To um, enlighten and to educate the people and to fight against tyranny and oppression, uh, I, I realize that because you know, with, with uh, if, if patriotic groups can be funded and 
uh, that would help their cause and the word could get out and, and I think more people would be, uh, you know, more people would be subject to the truth and, and with the truth, the truth will make you free. So it's very important that people of wealth, people, even not of wealth, but people who have the means to do so, they should contribute to these patriotic groups and, and causes and, and that would um, help our situation immensely. I, I agree with that. And, uh, you know, it almost makes you think about the old phrase back in the old days with the Founding Fathers where they said this, uh, you know, they would basically pledge their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And, and uh, you know, I guess most of us are at the point where we're like, well, I don't know if we ought to pledge our fortune yet. Uh, but I think in many cases what happens is we wait too long and then we lose many of the uh, most valuable things uh, because we yeah. don't pledge our fortunes, you know. Yeah, there was a situation in Nicaragua and this person, a, 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 there was a very wealthy businessman and he was asked to contribute uh, to fight against the communists there, the Sandinistas. And he said, I don't want to get involved, you know, it's too controversial, whatever. And eventually he lost his business. He had to flee Nicaragua and then he moved to uh well, Florida, and he said, I regret not having this opportunity for not fighting against the Sandinistas. Well, ladies so, and gentlemen, um, he's absolutely right, and we want to live our lives with no regrets, and we want to stand up for the sacred cause of liberty. It is about God, family, and country. It is about protecting life, liberty, and property. Transparency uh, is key. Honesty is the issue. The new media is taking center stage to the best of our ability. We are putting our money, our time, where our mouth is on this thing. And you know what? We're far from perfect, and we just wish we could get the collaborative efforts of the American people to jump on board and join us in enough numbers to really grow our presence in the media. Is it about Sam and Kurt? No, it is not. If you find a more worthy host, fund them and not us, okay? But we do the very best we can to let you hear the true news the reality check uh the fact check whatever you want to call it we do our very best to tell the tale in the most honest direct clear way we possibly can and if there's another better at it than we are by all means embrace them but i feel like there's far and few between that's for sure we need your financial support lovingliberty.net for sam kurt greg and many others we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Loving Liberty.net.